cold, die by the cold. All right, here we are. Welcome back. Um, b- 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 episode 15, I think. Does that sound right to you, Soapy? That's a big anniversary. Big one. It's qu- quarter anniversary. Mm-hmm. Quarter past our first episode. Yeah. Uh. Like that. Uh, we were just having a pretty interesting conversation off air. Um, well, about a lot of things. But, <laughs> but <laughs> most recently, most specifically about um hardwiring ethernet cords to macbooks which is kind of a pain in the ass like i didn't realize these newer macbooks don't have an ethernet adapter like you would think a normal practical computer would but i was then thinking and this this has nothing to do with our episode or what we were talking about but i was then, then thinking like apple's apple is kind of an asshole in general like they have their own shit and like it's never i don't know you have to get your own little adapters and different headset things and they then they 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 take the headset plug in away from you so you have to use, use airpods and everything's bluetooth and face recognition and i don't know i guess i was just curious on your initial thoughts on apple as a company and as a product mm, that's a great question um i was actually asked this unless question. you already asked about I, I yeah were you already asked about this earlier today with by someone else uh, this was asked to me during my um, job interview at McDonald's, which is crazy. Um, Very crazy. Yeah. Since you don't work. And yeah. Never interviewed there. R- right. It makes things mm-hmm. uh, makes things interesting, but yeah, it is really annoying that you pretty much have to convert everything to Apple centric stuff. Which I pretty much <laughs> like. If you come into my house, everything that I have mm-hmm. is Apple. Like I, I got an Apple TV just so that I could throw stuff from my phone on the TV. I have the Apple That's laptops. I have yep. iPads, I, like the earpods, all that stuff. But so it is nice when you can just like when you can stomach having to buy all that shit. But at the right. same time, you have to make sure that you're equipped for fucking everything. Like yeah, when yeah, it, when, you, uh, you got to be all in, all in for sure, all or nothing when it comes to Apple. Yeah, all the adapters and the converters and stuff. It's so annoying, but mm-hmm. whatever. You, I mean, I guess it works. You well. can't. Yeah, you can't half-ass it. That's definitely. Still haven't heard back from them about our sponsorship. I'm not. I'm not Apple? reading this ad. Hell with them. I know that I'm they not sent even. one our way, but I'm not Fuck reading them. this until we we hear back. Actually, when we go back and edit about every time we say the a word, I don't think they deserve the free advertising. Right. I think people will be able even to put though it this was basically reasons to like not buy the a word. But anyway, mm-hmm. fun fact. Let's kick the show off with a fun fact. I texted you this earlier. Did you know Michael Vick was drafted by the Colorado Rockies in 2000 in the 30th round? I did not. What what year did he um, get drafted to the, the NFL? Despite not playing baseball since eighth grade, the Rockies selected Michael Vick following his Heisman Trophy winning season at Virginia Tech. So I think he got drafted in 01. Wow. Or like the after he won the Heisman, I didn't even know that was a thing. You can just draft whoever the hell you want. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I guess Michael Vick and like you're a Colorado Rocky. If you ever decide to play baseball, it's like they saw his uh, seventh grade mixtape and were like, "Yeah, we, we got this guy. This yeah, this is a Th- shooting star. Like, yeah. We gotta make sure." An intern going into like like Puff Daddy's office in like the nineties, dude. We got to sign this kid today. I just found 
mixtape in the garbage. <laughs> oh, dude, I could I could see him turning a nasty double play at short or second. Oh, dude, he'd be filthy. Here, here, here's the quote from Bill Schmidt, Rocky scouting director. <sighs> My eighth favorite scouting director in um, the National League, by the way. But we, we can tear those guys later. Bill Schmidt, straight out of the horse's mouth. When you run, excuse me, when you can run like him, our feeling was he could cover some ground for us in the outfield. I didn't think it was a major investment at that point, 30th round. If it didn't work out, we could take a chance. Michael Jordan tried baseball. Maybe he might want to take a run at it. So does that mean like you just draft him? You don't have to pay him. You don't, I don't know, you don't do anything with it. But then if he just wants to play baseball, you have his rights. <laughs> I don't know. What? Do you need to like get his permission like first? Like, hey, can I we draft you tomorrow, by the way? Don't you have to enter the draft? <laughs> yeah, I think so. Who the hell called him and was Vick? like, hey, do you mind entering? Because we may take I you. Wonder, I wonder if Michael Vick knows this. <laughs> if he's listening to the show, this could be first time. Or if like they randomly call him, like like when they call like NFL players in like the first round, thinking for some reason like he's at home waiting for a call. And also thinking for some reason he's being televised like on ESPN. <laughs> and he's just like, hey, Mike. I don't even know who the fucking manager was at the time. Hey, Mike, this is uh, whatever. Bobby Smith with the Colorado Rockies. How do you feel about being a Colorado Rocky, son? <laughs> <laughs> who is this? <laughs> who the hell is this? And how'd you get this number? <laughs> I don't know. I went yeah, you- on a little thing today. I was just kind of perusing the internet about NFL players who have been drafted into the MLB. I don't know how I got started there, but this list is pretty compelling. It's the 10, 10 current NFL stars who were also taken at the MLB draft. But this was written in April of 2013. So a lot of these guys aren't even in the NFL anymore. Like we talked about Vic. Cedric Benson was drafted in the 12th round by the Dodgers. Wow. He, uh, it, do I have him mistaken for someone or did he get into some legal, like domestic trouble? I almost think Cedric Benson is dead. Either one of those things could be accurate, honestly. Uh, cause I do think he had a run at, you know who I'm talking about? The running back Yeah, from Texas. I think he played for the bears. Let's do this. Why do I think Cedric Benson is dead? I think he definitely had legal trouble. I, wow. New York Times, Cedric Benson, former NFL running back, dead at 63. This is from last year. 36. Uh, 36. Yeah, 36. <laughs> that would definitely be a different Cedric Benson. And that wouldn't be as shocking. Wow, very formal. Oh, damn. Line. Mr. Benson, who played for the Texas Longhorns and three NFL teams, died in a motorcycle crash, friends and family say. Damn. So this must so, have been when he was out of the league already, if he was 36. Yeah, he definitely, he's been out of the league for a while. He's a running back. They don't, they don't last long. We oh, this just that. happened last year? I didn't realize that. Yeah, I actually thought it was more recent than 2019, to be honest with you. Um, but anyway, that kind of puts a damper on the rest of the conversation. I don't even feel like going through the rest of this list. No, um, I'm pretty I'll sad. I will. Golden Tate uh, was interesting. Golden Tate was drafted in 07. 42nd round by the Arizona. Oh, Jesus Christ. I, I still, I'll never understand how the MLB baseball draft works. Um, it was the other night, by the way. 
drafted so Jesus. Golden Tate was drafted in 2007. He was in the NFL by then, right? Yeah, uh, maybe not. Mm. When did he come to the NFL? That's like 13 years ago. Yeah, I feel anyway, like probably not. But definitely this next one. So 2007, 42nd round Arizona Diamondbacks. Then somehow he was drafted again 3 years later in the 50th round by the San Francisco Giants. He was definitely in the NFL in 2010. That was only nine years ago. That's how good he was. Got drafted twice. Damn. And, and not to mention, he was drafted by the Detroit Lions as well. Mm-hmm. He's, he's all over the place. Covers all the bases. Matt Castle, 36th round. Eric Decker. Russell Wilson. I know. Ooh. Colin Kaepernick. Ever heard of him? Who? Colin Kaepernick. Mm. Rings a bell. Did he go to school with us? Mm, we didn't go to school together. <laughs> oh, college, yeah, I guess. No, he didn't. He was drafted in 09 by the Chicago Cubs. There's Michael Vick. Tom Brady, drafted in 1995 by the Montreal Expos. That was almost 30 years ago. That's crazy. Damn it, he's old. Seriously. And this is from 2013. Anyway, um, perhaps we can start the show now, but that's a quick rundown in case anyone was wondering. Excuse me. So some of the higher, higher uh, profile NFL players who are also drafted in baseball. I don't know. I feel like, like football is obviously, obviously a much cooler sport like to play. But that's a tough decision. Like, I feel like baseball is just such a has so many more better benefits. Longer, oh, 100%. Career, more money. Schedule kind of sucks. I mean, you're literally playing every day all over the place. But like for Cedric Benson, who's a running back, like fuck that, dude. Mm-hmm. If someone's gonna maybe, I mean, again, these weren't high, high like round draft picks, and obviously he was known for being a football player. But uh, but even guys like Kyler Murray, who legit. We're right on the fence of making a decision. That's tough. Yeah. I, I feel like, you know, if you're a comparable player, if you're the 40th best player in the MLB versus NFL, you got to go MLB. Like that money would be way better. I think so. I think so. Yep. But yeah, that would yeah. be a hilarious conversation to be a part of. Like, uh, hi, Mike. Um, hi, Mike. Yeah. <laughs> You ever been to Coors Field? <laughs> Who in the hell is this? <laughs> <laughs> well, we we sure would love to see you in uh, black and purple, Mike. You know what else is interesting? Oh wait, never mind. I was gonna say, like, I guess it's literally just a, a one-player coincidence that Deion Sanders played for the Braves in the Falcons. But I didn't know if you had to like play for the same. If you play two <laughs> sports, if you have to play in the same city, but. Literally no one else had to. So, Because, yeah. like, Bo Jackson was on the Raiders and the Royals, which <laughs> yeah. is so weird. And even, like, I mean, Kyler Murray, there's obviously no connection between the Oakland A's and the Arizona Cardinals. But uh, this is very strange. It, it'd be, like, I get it, like, Bo Jackson played both. But it'd be sick to see a legit, like, like all-pro winning in, like, two leagues at the same time. That would be cool. I, I always said I I when I was growing up I always wanted there to be like a 
a tennis player crossover into NASCAR, but we just never got it. No. NASCAR's been in the news lately. Whew. Have they been in the news? Boy, did they you know anything about NASCAR? <laughs> did they did they go the wrong way down a one way over the past couple of weeks? Actually, big uh, been oof, been like positive shit in their favor. Like what? Well, because um, I don't know. I guess positive and negative at the same time. Positive because they're what is it? They're getting rid of the Confederate flag, um, right at the racetrack. Negative. Cause... What does that even mean? Like fans can't bring the flag, or was the Confederate flag a big part of like actual like NASCAR race? No, I think it's like displayed and and, and mounted the way that a, a normal U.S. flag would be at like a school oh, or a God. bank or something. That's awful. That's so tacky. It's crazy that that was still in existence in fucking that's 2020. Yeah, yeah, that that's absurd. I I saw the story of the other guy though who basically like retired because um you know what I'm talking about. Did you see that? Yeah. <laughs> Like what a douchebag! Yeah, he he went up. Like you, you care you care that much about it that you're just gonna literally leave, like end your career. But I think this guy stunk anyway. I don't think he. I think he had like zero wins. Yeah, in the uh, in the byline that kind of introduced who he was. You know how it said like hmm. uh, like small forward for the Bulls. It said that sure. he was a NASCAR truck driver. I don't even know that hmm. trucks were a part of NASCAR. Or what exactly that means. So No. Based off that headline, I, I literally have no idea what this guy how this guy was affiliated with NASCAR. <laughs> I did uh, have to I'm pissed. Um, I did end up canceling my NASCAR league pass, but so if anyone has like a, a password that they want NASCAR to throw my fast way, pass pass. Yeah. <laughs> they were they were one of the first sports to come back. Yeah. Um, they came back with no fans, which is I I I don't I don't know. I, I don't I don't really understand NASCAR anyway. Golf's back this weekend. There's a tournament going on. Mm-hmm. We talked last week. NBA's headed back. Uh, dude, how how crazy was that? Literally, you know what I mean? Like, we recorded that NBA episode on Tuesday. Yep. And I said multiple times, hey, this is great, but, you know, knock on wood, it's a long time from July 31st. A lot can happen. I didn't think it would take 24 hours, but <laughs> the, ne- the next day that story comes out about players being skeptical and like now having second thoughts about this whole thing. It's like, what the fuck? Like, what are we doing? Mm-hmm. Like, don't... I, I don't get it. Like how, how did this story break or these, these concerns start to populate after all this was figured out? Wouldn't that, Hey, I'm kind of concerned about this. Maybe don't fucking sign the deal. Yeah, I'm such a pessimistic person that the first thing that I thought of when I heard about this was maybe... How can this go wrong? Well, that, and, um, you know, maybe maybe this whole time, it's there's no way that it's going to happen, but the NBA, like, came up with a plan to be like, hey, yeah, we're we're trying to do this, uh, we, we have a plan to start up in July, but we're going to put it, you know, mm-hmm. two months out, that way, in case anything happens, basically, to, like, build, it, build an excuse for themselves. That's how I look Smoke at it. Screen. I'm like, maybe they're they're not even gonna really try to do this. Who knows? Still early. I don't know. Man. Still early. And I think I think it'll be all right. They they already had somewhat of an alternative, like uh you could bring substitute players or something, whatever the hell that means. But I don't know. It's also and I honestly I get it. Like if I'm concerned about this and I'm on the Wizards, I don't blame them. I don't want to go. I'm not I'm not gonna win the championship this year. I don't need to be here. 
You, yeah. you don't need you don't need Washington there. Nope. You don't need the Suns or the Spurs or honestly, you don't even need honestly the bottom five seeds in each conference. You could do this with the top four seeds, and I, I'd get it. I'd be okay with that. There's no one. There's no one who I look at and be like, wow, these guys really got gypped out of a shot at the championship. No, it doesn't matter. The two teams in L.A., Milwaukee, Boston, I don't know, maybe Denver, Houston. Uh, I guess there's some teams on the West that could make a case. But the East, no chance. Mm -hmm. No way. Boston, I don't like Toronto. Boston, Milwaukee. And I'm not just saying that as a Celtics homer. I, I, think, I think they're set up to make a legit run this year, especially at least in the East. Oh, yeah. Maybe Miami, uh, Indiana, no, Brooklyn, no, Orlando, no, Toronto, I know they just fucking won the championship, but no, um, and then who, who else? Oh, Philly, no thanks, they stink. Mm -hmm. um, it's like, what do we do? I don't, I don't know. And again, I, 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 if this was how it was back in like March, you know, when this was really ramping up and, and you know, really we, there were a lot of unknowns about the virus, I'd understand it even more. But, you know, if we're talking July, August, September, I don't know. I, I, I think who knows what's going to change between now and then anyway. I think it's I think it's going to be a lot more um, accepted for something like this to be happening then as it is now or especially what it would have been like two months ago when this rolled, when they rolled this out. So I, I, I'm still feeling good about it. I think it'll honestly I think it's going to work just like how we discussed the other day. Um, but it's just still kind of frustrating to see these stories come out. It's like, oh, my God, like, guys, just make a fucking decision on what you want to do. You know what was canceled? What? And this it really pains me to say it, especially on this program. Coachella. <laughs> I saw that, buddy. I know. I know. I and know you're a big concert guy. That's kind of like the World Series of concerts you must have been looking forward to all year. Well, and also, people don't know that we were supposed to perform. That, fuck, do you, you we, we weren't authorized to say that I'm sorry. out loud yet. It wasn't finalized. Do you, do you know what a non-disclosure agreement even is? <laughs> I'm sorry. Um, it's just, we'll I, edit I'm, that out. I'm emotion stricken right now, okay? I'm going to try and edit it out, but I'm afraid I'm either going to edit it out or by accident put that one line on loop and just play it for two hours. <laughs> so hopefully I don't get it wrong and do the wrong thing. But anyway, what do you say we start? Uh, let's start the episode. Okay. <laughs> what we wanted to dive in today a little bit was um, a little stuff on uh, the football side of the biz, NFL, pigskin, gridiron. Um, that's enough. You know what I'm talking about. So yeah, uprights. Through this whole thing, the only the only major sport that's really just kind of held its ground and I think has done a wonderful job is the NFL. Now, granted, timing-wise of their season, they didn't have as many obstacles to overcome as everyone else, but I think they handled the draft very well. I think they've handled the offseason and free agency and any sort of, you know, all that stuff very well. And honestly, I think they even... They even handled, for the most part, I think a lot of good has come out of the, you know, Black Lives Matter movement and, and some of the protests and stuff on the NFL side as well. You know, we had, and again, when it feels like just yesterday we were having a conversation about Drew Brees. Trump on Instagram, and it's like, holy shit, like this, <laughs> this guy went from being... Um, public enemy number one 
to fucking president of Wakanda in like 48 hours. <laughs> hold, on. <laughs> hold on. I think I, I lost you for a second, but I, I caught you back like 10 seconds ago. It sounds like you were saying the uh, we were talking about the negativity of the Drew Brees story. And then all of a sudden he's he's going up against Trump. Like a switch. We, it was just yesterday, right? We were talking about how Drew Brees, you know, in his comments in an interview and, you know, whatever. Don't have to rehash the whole thing. Cause a lot of stir between New Orleans Saints players, between NFL players, between everybody. Then, like I said, I said, dude, this is not going to be a story come the season. Certainly didn't take that long to not become a story. Next day, he did his apology. We shit on him for that as well. Next day, he did another more genuine apology. And then before you know it, he's taking shots at, at, at Donald Trump on Instagram or Twitter or whatever. And now he's leading this whole charge. Now people are following Drew. <laughs> just drew it. Just drew it. He just drew it up. <laughs> just how they drew it up. Yeah. And it's like, it's crazy. Because it's, you know what I mean? It's like, I kind of made fun of him a little, a little bit. I thought, we thought that initial apology was a little... A little corny, whatever you want to call it, right? But I think as soon as his lips finish saying that original statement about disrespecting the flag and all that stuff, it's like the Drew Brees PR team just huddled up, went to work, rolled up their sleeves and said, you know, text text your loved ones goodnight. Let them know you're not coming home for dinner anytime soon. Mm-hmm. We got work. <laughs> it's like that scene in Departed. <laughs> <laughs> when they're interrogating that guy, it gives him the phone. Hey, call your mother. Tell her you're not going to be home for dinner tonight. That was a live <laughs> looking at the Drew Brees, the Drew Brees resurrection. And boy, did he nail it! I picture, um, I picture like the control room at the FBI. You know, in any yep. sort of movie Go where red. it's just like twenty people staring at a hundred TV screens, and everyone's just like completely on edge, going off. Oh yep. yeah. It, it it reminds me of like Jurassic Park when the when the dinosaurs finally break through, and all those people like behind the scenes with their, you know, their their donuts and cigarettes hanging out of their mouth and their coffee splattering and mm-hmm. it's it's game time, we 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 got to get to work here. But yeah, this is where we earn our money. All right, guys, this is where champions are made. <laughs> Somebody get Drew on the phone. And let's get started. This is why we got hired by Drew Brees and not yeah. Drew Bledsoe. <laughs> Make sure he has Instagram. Make sure he knows how to Google a cartoon picture of a black guy and a white guy shaking hands. <laughs> God damn it. Make sure he has President Trump on standby. Because we're going at him. And now, like I said, everybody loves Drew Brees. Mm-hmm. Um, but anyway, the the other kind of uh topic this whole thing is rehab to Colin. so colin kaepernick started this whole well a different one he, he started the original i guess protest controversy about four years ago kneeling during the national anthem when they rolled out the flag and of course his story the whole time was i am protesting against and again in all honesty correct me if i'm you know, if I'm wrong anywhere, but the gist of it was his message that he was trying to get across was, I want to, I want to use this platform to protest against police brutality towards black people in America, more or less. Correct. Mm-hmm. Okay. 
and of course it was taken as you know it, it started the the conversation of disrespecting the flag and our military and our country and this and that and he stayed pretty true to his, true to his grounds of why he was doing it and again it this was a long time ago um i don't think everyone remembers all the facts when they're having this argument because there was a lot of controversy back and forth on both sides but anyway roger goodell most recently who i think roger goodell's had a pretty respectable stance during these most recent protests as well pretty much backtracked and just said you know i get it now right i looked at this the wrong way and i think a lot of players especially obviously white players are kind of realizing this as well um you know hey we might have looked at this the wrong way uh colin wasn't doing what we thought he was doing and he was basically been blackballed out of the league since then you could argue now i think it was malcolm jenkins who has been very vocal during this whole time basically came out and said i don't know if you saw this i don't remember where this was basically came out and said if roger goodell's serious about this he should either a apologize or b get colin kaepernick back in the league put him on a team and I think those are two very difficult things to just snap your fingers and do appropriately. Let's mm-hmm. start with the apology. What would that look like? <laughs> what would it look like? To whom would it be made out to? And when would you do this? If you're Roger Goodell. I don't even know. I mean, the... Uh... This is on Roger Goodell to do now. <laughs> not, the, not the 32 owners who didn't sign him. Not the media who is blasting him. Not, you know what I mean? Everyone under the sun who had their own opinion. Roger Goodell needs to issue a formal apology to Colin Kaepernick. And I think that'd be a good look. I just don't logistically know what that would look like. Yeah, I I really don't either. Colin, do you go on Good Morning America? Like, what is is the appropriate platform, Malcolm Jenkins? (laughs) Yeah, do you you go on Instagram Live with Colin Kaepernick? (laughs) I I really don't know. Hey, guys, it's Roger. (laughs) <laughs> hey listen i'm going live i want to i'm doing a quick video i just wanted to talk about something that's really been irking me lately yeah i don't know like what do you do it's just so hard now because it's like do you put out like a press release like there's just so many ways to do this i think he can come out i guess next time he's on an interview and mention it but i don't know i think um i think the nfl as a whole could do something i i, I again i guess but the other the other suggestion was get Colin Kaepernick back in the league, get him on a team, prove it, right? And that's just like, what does that look like? You can't just put him on a team. <laughs> no. The team has to agree to have him on the team, and he has to deserve to be on the team. Yep, pretty uh, so pretty I, cut and dry. <laughs> pretty standard transaction. <laughs> pretty 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 standard employee to employer protocol. I don't just say. You know what? I think I should. Um, I don't know. I think I should be on the legal team at. Um, I don't know some New York law firm. So mm. I don't. Know. I guess I'll just call them and, and figure out the paperwork situation, logistics. But uh, yeah, I think I deserve that. So I'm. I'm, I'm going to do that on Monday. Yeah, <laughs> one of them's got to hire me. Of course, and 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 there's two ways you can look at this from a football perspective. And from virtually everything else perspective, on the field, off the field, more or less. Let's start with off the field. He's been out of the league for four years. I think he's 36 now, maybe 33. Let me look that up real quick. I've got a couple of his. Uh, is? 
Is he sitting right there? Uh, he's, uh, he's sleeping. Wake him up. Dude, I told you. He's uh, he's kind of a, a night owl, so I, I let him rest. But while you're looking up his age, I have his, uh, I have his stats from his last season. Jesus. We'll get into that in a second. I mean, that's the other thing. No, it's very important. He's 32-year-old quarterback. Hasn't played in four years. Now, apparently he's been working out in preparation for this opportunity for four years, but that's... I don't know how I don't know what kind of workout could simulate NFL football. Um, do I think he could be an employee of the NFL? Maybe. Certainly can't be a starter right now at, at this point. He's not going to start on a team in the 2020 season. It's, the season starts in two months. That's not going to happen. If you went through the whole list of backups in the NFL, there's probably at least a handful you can make a case that he would be a better fit. Um but it's just like it's just it's just not that easy anymore. You know what I mean? Four years is so long, so long. That's like just dude, just think about how long ago it was. It seems like when when Cap was playing, or like when these protests were were really, really starting to happen. That this seems like ten years ago, not four years ago. Mm-hmm. Like that that first Super Bowl run he had, that literally seems like twenty years ago. Yeah, <laughs> I was. I was, it was my year after graduating college, I think, maybe two years after. So it was my first year living in, in Dover. And that seems like forever ago. And I think we can all agree that was Colin Kaepernick's peak. Easily. Oh, yeah. Easily. So his peak was that long ago. He just happened to be in the NFL four years ago. He was average four years ago, mm-hmm. right? The only other arguments I've heard from a few different people is the way the game's played now does suit his style a little better than it did four years ago, five years ago. So, you know what I mean? You can see some of the things he was doing in, you know, Cam and Lamar Jackson and Patrick Mahomes and um, I don't know, whoever else, guys like that, where it might be it might be a fit, but it has to be such a specific fit. And that's just the football part of it. That's not even including everything that's going to come along with it, because it's, it's minute. And that was the that was a big conversation piece on why he wasn't signed earlier. Just not worth the headache. It's just not worth the media circus. Mm-hmm. You know, I said the same thing when the Patriots were looking at Tim Tebow, whenever that was. And well, I don't know if I'm ready to say Kaepernick is better than Tim Tebow, but they both stink. Well, <laughs> Tim Tebow stinks at the time. And I was like, why are we doing Like, why does this make any sense? We have Tom Brady. We're not signing Tim Tebow for the right reasons. It's going to be a headache. And I don't know. How long did he even last in New England? Not a whole season. No, I don't think so. I, think, like pre- I don't even think he made it to the regular season, did he? Yeah, I think you're right. Yeah, so I don't know. It's, I don't know. what. I'd be curious to see what you think. I mean, do you, th- do you, do you see Colin Kaepernick in the NFL in 2020, 2021? No, so I was reading an article that made uh, a lot of good points, and obviously we're for you know That's what your... he was, what um, you know what he was standing for. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But right. yeah, if you so there's a bunch of reasons why you would have like a pretty negative fallout, and he would have to be MVP level for it to be worth it. So right. number one, if he comes into training camp, you have to almost guarantee that he makes the team, because if mm-hmm. not, then the politics get blamed. That's the thing. And yeah. then, good point. If he makes the team, 
the fans are going to call for him to start as soon as the you know whoever the existing starter is throws a pick mm-hmm. or has like one bad game. You know the story mm-hmm. is always going to be well when's it going to become a legitimate question about when's he actually going to play. And yeah. then number three, I mean this is I think this is the biggest problem. If the starter is white, there's already a built-in controversy, right? No, controversy is the best way to put it. I mean, in short, I really don't even know what best-case scenario is here. I guess best-case scenario, he gets signed as a backup, earns a, earns a backup role, I guess. Maybe he goes through, either starter gets hurt or starter stinks, and they put cap in. He plays well. Maybe he leads his team to the playoffs. Maybe, whatever, season ends naturally, and we move on. And that's not even considering any of the off-field stuff that could affect the team as well. That that's honestly, I think, best case scenario here. So, you know what I mean? I don't know. I, I don't think it's gonna be some fairy tale story. Um, unfortunately. No, no. Um, we... and, and you were saying earlier, maybe off camera, but think I'm thinking back to like when he did last play, right? Yeah. Uh, he, what he... year was that? So that was that must have been 16. And back then, so what was that situation though? Because oh, didn't he not start and then came back in as a starter? That sounds right. I think that that no. um, before he was it Alex was Smith. It wasn't still Alex Smith, right? Because uh, obviously before Jimmy G, and it was after Alex Smith. So who the fuck was like Blaine Gabbert? Was he starting ahead of him? I think that's who it was. I do too. Hold on, because he came in. He he came in because he had to. Because during the whole protest, he was not starting. No. No, so, it was already some, a hairy situation some, to start something with. Something happened. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's like, if he had been a good player, if he had been good enough, then it would have made things a lot mm-hmm. easier. Because then people could have said, like, no, this is clearly because of the politics, or it clearly is yeah, because yeah, of yeah. the player. But then when once right. you're, once you're like, mediocre enough, especially in the NFL, where um, mm-hmm. already contracts aren't guaranteed, and guys have... A, have short you know shelf lives as it is it was easy yep. for them to be like well he's he, no he's just not a good player that's why we're uh you know that's why people think that well, we blackball them it's just because of the, the yeah. quality of his player of his play that's the tough part he's like the perfect level of average to make this controversial because if he was that terrible you would understand you know what i mean if this was like I don't know if this was who's like a really just quarterback who no one is giving a chance to play some, I don't know, a third quarterback somewhere. It's like, okay, I understand he wants to play and I believe in what he's protesting, but this guy just stinks so bad. You can't play. You don't belong here. On the other side, if you're, if this was Russell Wilson or Cam Newton or Lamar Jackson, right? Standing up for these things. You you have to play him. It's Lamar Jackson. Doesn't matter. You're t- you're you're basically giving up on your team if if you don't play him. Mm-hmm. So for Cap, he's right there where it's like he's not good enough for this to be a no brainer, but he's not bad enough for us to not have this conversation of possibly coming back. Right. Yeah. He's which right, I guess which I guess is right like there. perfect for you know the the overall the activism thing. But from mm-hmm. the NFL standpoint, it's it's the worst situation possible. Well, it's almost, I think it's almost like Tim Tebow. Like, obviously, Tim Tebow's off-the-field media circus wasn't the same reason, but Tim Tebow, 
I think got away with it because he was just we it was proven like this guy just is not an NFL quarterback. So we don't need to there's no pressure for someone to sign Tim Tebow. Right. And they just moved on to baseball. Um but anyway, <laughs> it, it's I'm interested to see how it plays out. It's just like I also think this is totally undermining the skill set required to be on an NFL team. Like you have to be a world-class elite athlete to be on an NFL team. It's not that he, it's like, it's like, yeah, sure. We'd love to sign cap. We're all about what he's doing. He's just not good enough to be on our team. It's not fair to the other guy who's better than him. So it's, it's, it's just, I don't know. There's a lot of, a lot of question marks. If you asked me, I don't, I don't see him. I don't see him in the league, like going into like summer, like, preseason the only scenario i can see is if, if a crazy lot of quarterbacks get hurt or something crazy happens and they bring him in and he does fine i could see that but I, I don't see it happening anytime soon not 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 going into like preseason week one no way no it's just it's just Someone too tough to get, like i was saying cam, earlier cam newton's not in the league yeah you think caps gonna get signed for cam newton not a chance not a chance like i was saying it's, it's, um it's, no way. You can't take a guy that was last playing four years ago, and at that point he was average on a very yep. shitty team and expect that four years <laughs> later he's going to be somehow better. He's already starting behind the eight ball in terms of being in football shape, let alone having the skills yeah. and the the daily um, you know practice and, and working on it. So, mm-hmm. yeah, I, I don't see how this can work. That's the thing. You can, already, you can already rule out half the NFL teams who just don't need him. Like they don't need a backup quarterback or they don't. It's not worth it. You know what I mean? Like the Ravens, Chiefs, uh, I don't know, Seahawks, whoever. They, they don't need this. Mm-hmm. They, they, they would have to go out of their way to bring this average, potentially out of shape, definitely out of experience, uh, highly polarizing character and player into their team. There's just You just have to go so far, so far out of order to make that justified. So that's half the teams right there. And then everyone who's left is just like, okay, so now I'm cutting my chances in half. It's just, I don't know. I, I don't I, I don't think it's a bad thing to have this take either. This is purely football. You know what I mean? I'm not saying this is nothing against everything that's been going on. It's just football-wise, I don't see how it could make sense. And could be wrong. Who knows? He could have a great... He has comeback player of the year written all over him if he comes back and plays... If he can come back, get in the game successfully receive a snap and throw it to a player who's on his own team. I think he has comeback player of the year mailed in. Hmm. Yeah. I, I that's, pencil him in. That's the criteria this year. <laughs> He'd get my vote. Um, I don't want to get too much longer. I know we've kind of actually been going all over the place this episode, but I think it'd be a decent segue to end here on, in my opinion, another, and this isn't only my opinion, it's his opinion too. One of the more stellar, Greatest quarterback in the news uh, somewhat recently. Not Tom Brady, not Aaron Rodgers, not Russell Wilson, um, but Jameis Winston had a very, uh, <laughs> no pun intended, eye-opening interview uh, <laughs> earlier this week. Did you see that? You know what I'm referring to? No, I don't. Really? Swear to God? No, I swear. Oh, I swear. Like this. Let me, let me actually find the quote. While I'm finding the quote, I'm going to paraphrase it but I don't want to do him any justice. Before I pull this up, why don't you give me in the audience your overall thoughts on James Winston 
as a as a person and a football player? <laughs> I honestly don't know what to think of him um, because as a football player, yeah, he famously threw thirty of each last year, didn't he? Picks and touchdowns. Thirty, thirty for thirty. Yeah, James Winston's. What if I told you? <laughs> what if I told you? What if he you're threw just you? As likely to catch a touchdown as you are a pick six. <laughs> um, so there's that. Um, he is, you know, he's super athletic. That's actually a two sport guy. I remember he was sick at, at um, Florida State and checking out his highlights when he was playing baseball. I think he, I want to say he played right field. Pitcher. Oh, he's oh, a really? pitcher. Hmm. I don't know. I don't remember. I know he played baseball. I Either way, that, he was, yeah, he he was good enough to be on the Florida State uh, baseball team. Yeah, but yeah, um, in the NFL, just been super inconsistent. And he came into the league with uh, Marcus Mariota, and I remember, th- yep. you know, people kind of hyped that up as every time it's it's a duo. It's like oh, the next Bird and and Magic, yep. the next yep. Mello Lebron, the next JJ Barea Porzingis. And it definitely didn't turn out that way. Um, Not full stink. <laughs> yeah, he sucks. He's Where's gotten Mariota? into a lot of trouble, for sure. He's a goofy guy. He's just so strange. Very weird. Who who steals crab legs, first of all? Very strange story. And that's what he got caught for. So imagine all like the other weird shit he does that he just didn't get caught. You know what I mean? Yeah, I mean, he's been in trouble for sexual assault, I know. Yep. Oh, yeah. Yeah, he's um, like cab driver, right? Or a woman in the cab? Yep. I forgot about that story. Yeah, and then um, he had that famous yeah. uh, pump-up speech where he was saying, like, eat that W. Eat that W. And he was sucking on his fingers. And it was like, dude, uh, I don't know if you're looking for your Hoosier moment, but yeah. I don't think that's the way to go about this. Yeah, we, we're about to get our asses kicked. <laughs> hey, sure. Jameis, we're, we're down um, 42, and there's two we're minutes good, to bro. play. You literally just threw a pick six, so get the <laughs> fuck out of my face. <laughs> um, anyway, found found enough of the article so it was a bleacher report former florida state star said he is better than a lot of the quarterbacks who will enter the season as nfl starters and this is james's quote i know what i'm worth and i know day in and day out without publicly coming in and saying it that historically i'm one of the best quarterbacks to play NFL history books Winston is examining to help him reach that conclusion. But perhaps he is basing it on the fact that only Peyton Manning, Drew Brees, Tom Brady, and Ben Roethlisberger have ever thrown for more yardage than he passed for last season, which is such a ridiculous comparison because those are all garbage garbage time numbers. Mm-hmm. Majority of them. He threw 30, 33 touchdowns last year and over 5,000 yards. That's That's insane. But you got to look at everything else. He was a turnover machine. He was legally blind. And he had damn talented. Like, just look at that Bucks lineup. Flip-flopping Tom Brady and James Winston. 43-year-old Tom Brady and James Winston. And it's like, potentially, arguably the best wide receiver duo in the league. Great tight ends. Bringing in, well, I didn't have Gronk last year, but... Bruce Arians is a, I consider one of the one of the top offensive play callers in the NFL. He had everything there for him. He's just not very good. No, and um, I don't even find Certainly him entertaining not one of the best to watch. Quarterbacks of all time. No, he stinks. He's boring. He's a he's a baby. Like he has a terrible attitude. He's out of shape. I guess the other thing is he lost seventeen pounds this offseason by going ve. He went vegan, and he had LASIK eye surgery. It's like okay. 
Uh, I would have preferred to get these things handled before drafting you and signing you. I, I, I know I'm in the minority on this one, but I know everyone likes, you know, a big arm, quick feet, ability to read defenses. I like my quarterbacks to be able to see. Um, okay. I, I, that's, that's starting a team from scratch. I want a quarterback who doesn't need LASIK eye surgery, um, like eight years into his career. Let me, let me guess. 2020 vision that's what you want if 2020 vision avoids a 30 30 season then yes please <laughs> by all means i'll pay for it he's also I one of those guys who i've always found annoying because he's not good enough to be as vocal as he is in press conferences where you know those guys who have just, kind of a chip on their shoulder almost like a lance stevenson type yeah, where yeah. it's like dude you're not yeah you're not good enough to to be an asshole to the media like Shut up. Yeah, I agree. Get better at what you do and stop talking <laughs> shit. Yep, I agree. He's um and that's always uncomfortable too. Like when those people who are very cocky around people but aren't good, it's just a very uncomfortable like situation. Yeah, it's kind of like uh, like, like you, Baker Mayfield. You no, know right we're not very good. Yeah, ba- yeah, exactly. And I think Baker Mayfield You you said you eh, think uh, Baker's already He's, better than than Winston? I do. Maybe not that much better, but he's certain. I think. I think public opinion is Baker Mayfield's better than James Winston. Oh yeah, I'd rather example. take a chance on. Baker I, I don't. Than I Winston. don't think James is a starter. I, I. I don't have all the starters in front of me, but there's no one that jumps off the page saying like, "Wow, like how is James not starting over this guy?" Um, but he's employed. Cam's not. Cap's not. Um, I don't know. Just kind of show. The other thing about he signed with New Orleans. They're one of the few teams that potentially could roster three quarterbacks in the regular season they're not getting rid of drew Brees. they're not getting rid of Taysom hill who they love uh, i don't even know if he's gonna survive summer going in going in with new orleans yeah and it's not like i don't think that's his goal i mean i think his goal is to get a starting job or at least a better backup job which i think could happen i mean people get hurt you know they call through like bro like do yourself a favor like just just cut this shit focus on football it's okay to be confident but like you got you got to build yourself up a little bit before you come out with these outlandish statements Mm -hmm. but uh i don't know that that's my take on those two uh those two guys so in a nutshell cap we'll see Jameis stinks (laughs) drew Brees versus donald trump what else oh and roger goodell somehow apologizing to Colin Kaepernick. Here's see how that goes as well. <laughs> There's a lot of other football topics we wanted to touch on, but unfortunately the first half hour of this podcast was dedicated towards Michael Vick's draft position. And what else were we talking about? Uh, Apple as a company. Apple, Apple as a company. Mm-hmm. And uh, I don't know. Honest to God, I'll have to go back and listen to it. But it's been quite a run for, uh, for a Thursday evening with you, buddy. Yeah, couldn't have asked for a better experience. <laughs> Certainly couldn't. And just wait till uh, we release this thing, and you guys get to listen to it for yourself. Talk about ultimate, ultimate drive. What is that car with ultimate driving experience as a slogan? I want to say that's BMW. Yeah. So there's an opportunity to get some advertising if BMW is listening. Yeah, I assume ultimate driving experience meets the ultimate listening experience. Our call-in lines are blowing up, which which I assume one of those is a BMW trying to get I on the show. My, I ripped my phone out of the wall. Couldn't oh, take it. <laughs> I should, I should do it. the same. It's just fucking ringing off the hook. 
movies. People literally rip their phones out of the wall. <laughs> hey, sometimes you get angry. Sometimes you rip the phone out of the wall. Or like people in like uh, telephone booths who get angry and like just slam the phone like against <laughs> like the thing and then pick it back up and like continue the conversation. We should Those record our next episode from I, a telephone booth. In a phone booth? I haven't been in a good telephone booth in years. Years. I would venture to decades. decades. Yeah. Decades. Yep. I haven't been in a, me, just a private phone booth having a private conversation. Can't tell you the last time that was. I was going to take a better. picture of one at, um, you know, Kirkpatrick's Corner? In Nashua? Yeah. Yes. Is there so, a phone booth there? There is one, but they've taken the phone out of it. So it's just a booth? Yeah. <laughs> nice. I was going to hang out there once. Better than nothing. Better than I, I assume that's legal. Like, I don't see what's wrong with that. You know what that. they say. You can take the phone out of the booth, but can't take the booth out of Nashua. No. <laughs> put that on my grave put that on a t-shirt sell it donate it all to charity donate it all to phone booth relief funds mm. <laughs> all right all right buddy i'm gonna let you go thanks for listening um subscribe rate comment follow share i don't know what else whatever else you can do stock so, us stock us yep um brian if you're listening offer still standing balls in your court waiting for your call but if i don't hear from you in the next five minutes we're gonna call you yeah, the DocuSign should be in your inbox, and it's been there for weeks now. So, Quite a long time. All right, peace. Later.